This is a podcast from Rover. And now joining us all the way from Cambridge is Mr. Simon Clark with a bit of 3D printer madness, mate. When did all this get started? Started in, during lockdown 2020. I just started sculpting in VR and um, dinosaurs were the easy thing to do because, well, bones especially because there ain't no feathers on bones. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, and they're easy to print like without, you know, just the bones and I'd I haven't really seen any good displays in New Zealand, so I thought I'll give it a go. So You've got the 3D printer at home, and you're slowly, bit by bit, yep. printing out an entire T-Rex skeleton. I've already printed a full-scale raptor. Man! <laughs> For those like myself that know next to nothing about the 3D printing process, how does it actually work? Okay, the product that I'm printing with is kind of a biodegradable plastic but it's made from cornstarch it'll break down so i use a epoxy resin once i finish to make sure it lasts because it does break down in the sun sculpt myself in digital virtual reality maximum size of my biggest printer is 500 mils by 500 mils by 500 mils so half a square meter so why did you pick the biggest lizard that has ever walked the earth you know short of it short of a brontosaurus or a diplodocus you went the t-rex how many how many bits does it take to to kind of cobble together to make one bone and then like that's probably only big enough to make well, teeth currently pre piece 33 is on the printer and this is only for the skull and i've still haven't finished it yet <sighs> but it's just a matter of trial and error and think outside the square that's why i thought well my printer's not going to limit me by its size <laughs> it's just learning techniques to join them together and make it look like it's one block at the end i've got a program on the computer which is just a simple one that everyone has on their windows which is i think it's called 3d builder and you can just literally cut <laughs> models and pieces and it gives you the exact dimensions and then that scales into the real world on a printer <laughs> it's super easy but the hardest part is the finishing of it like once you've got it printed then there's a lot of work to to tidy them up so that it looks like one piece at the end. Okay, run us through the stats of a T-Rex and and, and and also let us know where you're going to be putting this ginormous T-Rex. I'm not 100% sure on that. I'm still working on where I'm going to put the entire thing. At the moment, I've got them everything stashed in the corner of my lounge. <laughs> um, and, and my wife is starting to realise the full scale of what this thing's actually going to be now that she can see the nearly finished head sort of taken up and sort of having to look around it to see the TV in the lounge. Wow. <laughs> but, but an entire T-Rex will be about 12 metres long in, once it's finished, the entire skeleton, and about four and a half metres high or just over four metres tall. When do you get to assemble this and how do you assemble it? Are you working with anybody? Like the only people, like I was literally at Auckland Museum on the on the weekend and there's like a T-Rex, the, there's a T-Rex there, and when yeah. I knew we were catching up with you, I was like, this is going to be a ball lake for anybody in a New Zealand house because we just do not have the space to see if it even looks right when you put it together. Do you, are you working with somebody that knows how to put all these things together or is that just another classic out of Cambridge? Nah, bloody, bloody, uh, oh, Barry's got a letter, bit <laughs> of bloody fishing nylon. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I went up and looked at the one in Auckland Museum the other week and it's quite <laughs> clever how they've designed, how, obviously, because theirs is designed to support actual fossil because theirs would have quite a lot of weight to it, whereas mine being printed, it's actually fairly lightweight. So far, the scale is probably going to be around 22 kgs when it's all finished. I would love to keep it in New Zealand. Like I'll just have to see how things are going to go. Maybe it could be the replacement at Auckland Museum when the when the uh, yeah. the big T Rex moves on. Because it is impressive when you walk through the front doors and you see it there at the Auckland Museum. You're like, poor, unreal. Gee, and this is a classic case. Um, Simon Clark from Cambridge. Just, you just never know what someone's building in their backyard. And I love it how you were like lying there one night with your head on the pillow. I'm like, okay, I'm building a T Rex. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
catch up with you upon completion and see yes. if you see if you make the cut for New Zealand's fastest growing club, the Mad Dog Club. <laughs> Sweet ass, mate. You f- you finish it. We'll put a ring on your finger. You're a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Sly, mate. Have a good afternoon. It's been good chatting to you. You you guys too. Keep rocking. So here's what I think we're going to do off the back of Sly, Jay. Yes. Is let's just go for a little bit of a creepy look through people's backyards slash garages across New Zealand and straight up the middle, I want to know what the coolest thing is that you've managed to build in your backyard. Over the weekend while being on Trade Me, (laughs) that was actually Facebook Marketplace, contemplated buying a drifting wheelbarrow, which is a lockdown project for someone in Auckland. I thought, geez, that would add. Is Would that add to my life? The answer is 100% yes. Yeah, I should have. It had no buy now. Bloody Facebook marketplace. Yeah, I tell you what. The, didn't, want to get into, didn't want to get into a bloody bitty more than other bogan. Yeah, I was, I was only a, a registered trailer away from being the proud new owner of a two-person hovercraft. <laughs> what have you built in your backyard? Turns out he's not alone at all. When it comes to building epic stuff, New Zealand has no shortage of backyard tinkerers and legends. Yes. And it begs the question, what cool stuff are you building in your garage? So I, because we've got so many that have come through, let's just peel through them as text messages. Yes. And we'll make a note of any real worthy ones. We'll get them on for a chat later on in the week because there's going to be some we'll have many questions about. Okay. G'day, fellas. I'm making a hybrid classic mini that'll have a 250 horsepower when it's done. Keep in mind, she only weighs 700 kilos. Another text here. G'day, lads. So I just put a 700 horsepower Chev LS7 in the boot of a Porsche 996. Whoa. G'day, Jay and Dunk. Nick M here. I've built two 1,000cc supermotos in my shed, and now I'm gearing up to build kits for export. Uh, Cheers for the house cleaning for a couple of months as well. All thanks to Jack Daniels to make it count. Craig, I'm building a steamboat in my shed for my pop. <laughs> a friend of mine, uh, a friend of my partner, built a wee homemade microlight here in Gore. Uh, another one here. My, that right. my dad built a plane in the garage and would get super hammered on the glue fumes. Uh, Henry, g'day fellas. My mate Rick the Bastard made an Easter Island head. Came out one night to find a very drunk bloke honging the head crying. Uh, you're my ancestor. You're my ancestor. Wow. Another one here. I've uh, got a full-size Thomas the Tank Engine that could be sat in. Had a horn, etc. Granddad built it. It lasted about 15 years. Childhood fun and many arguments over that bad boy. Another text here. I'm currently wow. building a T-800R as seen in Terminator 2 Judgment Day because, well, why not? <laughs> Another one here from Richard Brown. Uh, I built my three boys a small train and track powered by a Ryobi 18-volt battery, and they ride it around the place. But this one here. G'day, lads. It's Simon Clark's missus here. He told you about the T-Rex, but did he mention the reason why it's in the lounge is because he's building an airplane in our garage? <laughs> This I was just saying to Dunk before that song finished. When I'm done at the Rock, I'm done because we'll never get to hang out with a cooler group of people than what we do every single afternoon. Like, yeah, that is just a small snippet of people doing epic stuff, and that's where I want to be. That is exactly who I want to be hanging out with, as all of you. Well, we'll get Simon on the show tomorrow to chat about the plane. Obviously, <laughs> that's prick my interest. <laughs> I was literally last week looking at an Alaskan bush plane. I was like, ooh, how much for a kit's an Alaskan bush plane? The rabbit holds you for oh, 80 grand. What do you need an Alaskan bush plane for? Why do you not need an Alaskan well, bush gee, plane? when you put it like that. <laughs> that's, not the, that's not the argument that stands <laughs> up with the missus, though, is it? The Jay and Dunk Podcast.